Blog Talk Radio. I can't tell you. I don't know his name. I, uh, yeah, I can't either. But anyway, the dude with the bitch-ass beard. 
but he's been shooting. He's been shutting down um, like the past few seasons, including last year's wild card game. And mm-hmm. you know, he, he we got to his ass tonight, and I'm feeling good. We got I think we got CC going the next game, game six, and they they're probably going to have Verlander going up against. I like Probably. the chances. Three in a row, we're rolling. And I'm excited, dude. The Baby Bombers. We're a year or two ahead of schedule. The Baby Bombers. We're, we're knocking out the door, bro. I am happy. Who I'm knew? Static. I'm excited. I am about to dance a jig, but I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself or pull something, so I won't do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so I'm 44 years old. I can't do that crap anymore. So let's just get into the NBA, man. Yeah. All right. I was, I was, you know, I was watching the so part of Boston uh, Cleveland game last night. Uh-huh. I um, I just realized that one of my picks is going to go down to hell. Um, it's going to be shut down to hell. Um, I have Boston being having the top, the best record in the NBA this year, and of course that was before. Gordon Hayward was gruesome injury last night. I mean, thankfully he only stayed in books. Dislocated his ankle and, and broke his lower tibia. I mean, mm-hmm. I, mean it, I thought he broke his leg at first. He broke his leg, would he definitely be out, been out for the year. That's a career yeah. thing. And so, which would, which would, I mean, either way, it sucks for Hayward because he seems like a good dude, works hard. And again, he's one of the few white dudes had a tighter fade than I ever had in my life. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I give him love, love for that. But I mean, he him and John B. I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah, yeah, I know, but no, no, no. I think I think uh, uh, Clay Thompson has the John B. look down pat. I think he's, he's yeah he he, he he's the biracial version of of John B. right now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah he took that mantle. Um, they don't know about this here, but anyway, um, you know, <laughs> the, you know, the thing is that I mean. Despite that that heartbreaking injury, and you know it's a bad injury when both cats from both teams grimace and pray and mm-hmm. give well wishes. I mean, it looked a lot worse than it was, thankfully. And, you know, in, in, in you know in Boston they were like understandably disheartened and play like it the rest of the first half. But I tell you what, they're going to be alright because those cats have heart. They have a mm-hmm. lot of heart, and that's from Brad Stevens, I think. And Kyrie almost led them back. And to, to victory, and they perhaps could have won that game. Easily could have won that game last night. But, you know, yeah. like, like between Kyrie's leadership, and he has to prove that he's a great leader. And I think he's, he's, he's reveling, the, you know, at the chance of that. But I think the heart and soul is Marcus Smart. That, that, that kid is something. He, he's no punk. And he almost got in a fight with, with Matthew Delvadova from the Indy, from Milwaukee earlier tonight for that screen he put on him. Um, but I mean, aside from him fighting through a Marcus Smart screen, but all I have to say is this: my pick of Boston having the top record in the in, of the of the of the Eastern Conference may not come to fruition, but they'll be fine. I think yeah. they're like maybe second or third best team right now in the East, but I think they'll be fine. I don't think they'll be overwhelmed. I don't think they'll fall too short of too, but so short of their goals. But I mean, I, I mean, of course, the, the the goal obviously is to take out Cleveland the playoffs. But still, I mean, the fact of the matter is, they have the heart to get them through. I don't. It's just unfortunate that Hayward's going to be missing for the lion's share of not all the season. 
Yeah, and and that's what I was just about to ask. What was the expected return time for 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 Hayward to see exactly when he may be able to come back and, and what right. his value would be once he returned? Um, right. I don't know if they're necessarily the two seed yet in the East because for whatever reason, man, I don't I don't know how they continue to do it for the, for the past couple of years, but Toronto seems to always yep. turn out to be. Toronto, where they come through and they right. play respectfully throughout the entire regular season, and then flop in the playoffs. Um, so they they are a sneaky number two. The Washington Wizards are also another sneaky number two. As of right now, you know, uh, the, the issue last year was of course uh, um, um, Scott Brooks coming in for that first year. Wow, see how smoothly mm-hmm. I say it when it's not you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Scott Brooks comes in, and, and uh, he, he had a hard time, I guess, trying to figure out what that roster was all about. And also, I just found out today that uh, in the beginning of the season last year, uh, after returning from his injury, John Wall was weighing 230. So he was well Dang. above weight when the season started, and they had that horrible 2-8 and eight start. So now the team is acclimated to, to, to Brooks and his style of play, they have a cohesive system. They're going to be without Morris for a little bit, but they should be able to get out to a respectable start. That number I two I think so spot is, 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 you know, up, up, for, uh, up in the air. And another team that may be dangerous, actually two other teams I think that are going to be dangerous, the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the Bucks will necessarily get that two spot, but that number two spot is to be had. Anybody can get it, but I'm like you. I, I, I like Boston's chances. Um, a, a lot of that scrappiness that they have is still there, even though they lost Crowder. Marcus Smart is still there, and, and, and he has a lot of it in spades. So it's going to be a battle for the number two seed and, and, and to see who actually will be right there to, to hopefully not have to face Cleveland until the conference finals. You know, I really, I really, you mentioned Tim I really like Milwaukee. They're going out yeah. with Boston tonight, and they're winning by two in the fourth, early, early in the fourth quarter. Well, actually, I should say, like, damn near late in the fourth quarter, like four minutes and change left to go in the game. Um, I, I love that Milwaukee's young and mm-hmm. they're good. You know, they they have a, they had a taste of the playoffs like last season. Jason Kidd has done one hell of a job. Props to him. Mm-hmm. Lay on his feet and, you know, and, and whatnot. But, he, I, mean, I mean, the Greek freak, Malcolm Brogdon, Del Vadova, uh, Jabari Parker, when, if he stays fully healthy, that's a yeah. squad, man. That is a squad. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, they to me, they were a little ahead of schedule last year when they – when they when they made that the sixth seed in the, in, the, in the playoffs to gave Toronto a big scare, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'd like them to do very well this year. They, to do very well, Charlotte's just too damn hurt all the time. I mean, Dwight Howard's balling actually balling tonight. He had like nine boards, um, I think what eight points and two blocks at halftime in the game. Okay, tonight. but you know, it's not exactly washed up, but. They're just they they're mashing it, man. They 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 don't have Nicholas uh, Batum, and you know 
which 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 leaves uh, uh, um, Kimber Walker to do the dirty work, well not the dirty, but do the offensive work himself. Mm-hmm. But I really love I really love that Mont kid, that Malik Mont kid from 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 Kentucky. I really like him a lot. Yes. And I really love Dwayne Bacon a whole lot from Florida State. Um, yes, sir. I think they'll be fine, but they 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 won't probably won't finish as high as I thought because well, let, let me just give my order what I had to the the Eastern Conference. From one mm-hmm. to eight, my, my playoff teams. Boston, Cleveland, Toronto, your your uh, your bullets, I mean Wizards, Bucks, Hornets, Miami, and Detroit. Those are my eight playoff teams. With Philadelphia the outside looking in. Uh, mm. I think I think Philly is gonna be well much improved, provided that Joel Embiid and and, and, and uh, Ben Simmons stay healthy for most of the season. I think Embiid, I mean, I question, I still question that big contract that Philly gave him because he played a total of 32 games in two, three seasons. So he's, in all of his purpose, is still a rookie. But mm-hmm. he can fall. He can put the ball on the floor. I mean, it, it's like he and, 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 uh, and Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis, bigs could put the ball on the floor like a guard and could yeah. go around and could dunk the ball and could shoot it from the outside. I mean, it's just amazing what these cats can do. And, and, and Embiid, if he stays healthy for most of the season, look the hell out. I really like him. I really like his game. You know, I liked him when he was at Kansas. But he's put on weight. He's put on muscle. And he, 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 he's been working his ass off. I can tell. He has his handles, a good shot. He could hit his free throws. He could dunk on you. He almost had a monster dunk over some cat early tonight, um, early, like early in the first quarter. But I think they're one year away. They they have a good mm-hmm. coach who came from San Antonio's system. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're in good hands eventually. And I think the process will play itself out to fruition next season. We will start this season, though. I think they'll win, they'll win 35 games, around 35 games. And, now, and, I, think and, and, is, I think the East is so wide open once you get yeah, past yeah. that fourth spot that a lot of teams that we don't think are that strong will end up getting in. Now, actually, I should take that back. I think Miami is going to be a lot stronger than what people expect. So that's the fifth team right there. Uh, sixth team okay. will be Milwaukee. I'm not saying that they're going to be the, five, the fifth and sixth seeds. I'm just saying that they're going to be the fifth and sixth teams into the East, along with mm-hmm. Boston, Cleveland, uh, 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 Washington and Toronto. It's it's like we we have the normals, which are those four teams I just named. Then we got the right. young guns. The young guns, in my opinion, are Miami, Milwaukee, and uh, Philadelphia. Mm. At that point, you, you got that last spot. That last spot could just be just about be had by anyone. You lean towards uh, Detroit. I'm gonna go ahead. And, and lean towards Charlotte in that in that eighth spot. Um, mm. I don't. I, I, I think it's going to be done in spite of Dwight Howard, but I do think that he'll be a huge <laughs> contributor. He won't. He won't be the old Dwight Howard, but he'll be able to to, to be there and give you at least <clears throat> say maybe twelve and fourteen, which will be which yeah. will be good. You know, if, yeah. if he can somehow become old Dwight, that'd be fantastic. But I, I think that Dwight's 
long gone. If, I think Kimber Walker think would gone, go yeah. ahead and can, yeah. I, I don't. John, that trip out to L.A. really ruined him. Kobe, man, yeah. it's like a. <laughs> it's like just watching an abused child and just living life, just <laughs> continually just downtrodden after that. Just like what happened to him? But you know, I, I, I think Kimber Walker and, and a lot of the pieces that they have in Charlotte will be good enough to have that team come in as the eighth seed. I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how the seed is going to be, but I, those are my eight teams as of right now that are going to represent the East in, in the uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, I got Boston winning the uh, Atlantic. Got Cleveland, of course, winning the Central, and uh, Washington winning the uh, Southeast. But speaking of which, you know, we haven't talked about Cleveland yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> got crazy. Yeah. Got a lot of young guns in the East. Got a young right in the East. For old faithfuls, the Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, sure, Cleveland's old as hell. Sure, the average is like what thirty-five or some shit like that. But they yeah. are, but they have something this year they did not have last year and the year before. It really hurt them last year. It's depth. They have a bench. They finally have a bench, especially when um, uh, what's his face uh, Isaiah Thomas gets back from that hip injury, he's fully recovered. Probably yeah. in January that he'll be back. January, February, he'll be valuable mm-hmm. coming off the bench along with Gr Smith. And uh, you know, I'm trying to think who else. I uh, know. I think. I think Jay Crowder starts, but but still, he does. Like Cleveland didn't have a bench, and they didn't have much of an identity. Now they have. They, they, their identity is going to have to be defense, because you got cats like Crowder, who's a who's a, he he's he 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 is a rough ride. I saw him against Cleveland. I mean, I guess Boston last night, getting mm-hmm. with his old teammate uh, uh, Al Horford, which was hilarious. That trash talk back and forth between those two cats. Did they really dislike each other <laughs> when they were teammates <laughs> because they were going at it? Um, and, 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 of course, Tristan Thompson, Mr. Kardashian himself, God bless him, come, like, uh, come uh, off the bench. Um, they, 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 have, they have dudes coming off the bench. They have waves of talent, waves of defense. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, have to be their, their identity because you can't outscore Golden State. You just can't no. do that. And so, with moving uh, um, uh, Kevin Love to the five, I mean that's pretty much patterning their, their their rotation and lineups to Golden State because don't have two rim protectors at the five spot. You know, LeBron's playing like the football of a three four spot, the four spot now, the four spot, and you got mm-hmm. legitimate bigs coming off the bench to help with the, to show up that 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 rim protection. And that's going to be huge for Cleveland when it comes was all said and done come to playoffs and in the finals should they get there again, which Austin's firms that they should now with Gordon Hayward being out. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, the, the one thing actually that I like now that you say that about Cleveland that yes. will be beneficial in, in terms of their bench, that has been an issue in the years in which they've lost to go in the state in the finals. It's the fact now they actually have guys that can come off the bench and potentially give you buckets. That's what that was one of the things that yes. was lacking. Forget about the fact of, of defense. Yeah, Delavadova's gone, he's in Milwaukee and, and but they you know, they thankfully a couple of years later here comes Crowder, you know, and they, they make some shifts or whatever. 
But the main thing that's been hurting Cleveland has been their shooting percentage as an entire mm. team. Now, once you got past, you know, LeBron, and of course LeBron's shooting percentage was low because of the, how many shots he had to take. It was like a one-man right. show, especially the year that, that Kyrie was out. But now you got guys, especially you got D. Wade, who can come in. He may not give you a ton of points, but he can give you quality points, which is something that they've missed out on when you've got a guy coming off the bench and, and, and giving you eight points, ten points off the bench, and you're not worried on, on his shot selection because you know he's going to take these shots. Same thing with Isaiah Thomas. Depending upon how that rotation goes, and I know, well, my guess is that Isaiah will, will start once he comes back and is 100%, being that he's the younger yeah. of the two. But um, you, you'll get that. You have Tristan Thompson actually coming off the bench, which will be beneficial since he doesn't have to start. So you'll get rebounding off the bench. So you, you, you'll have that nice rotation where you'll be able to give guys rest with some quality play off the bench uh, uh, in, in, in Cleveland this year. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be that much easy. I don't think it's going to be as easy for Golden State this year coming, especially if they're playing against Cleveland, especially with Cleveland's age. But I, I do like the fact that they got guys that can give you uh, uh, buckets off the bench because that was a that was the one thing that was just a glaring issue. In 2015 and in 2017, poorly they shot as a team, and I don't, I don't, I don't expect that well, to be the case this year. Yeah, and to your point, they got Derrick Rose, who can, who, who looked like he had some, some left in the tank last night, and he had a had, had a had a pretty good game himself. Yeah, but but to, but to your shooting position points, that may be all well and good. They're shooting inside the arc. They don't have many three point shooters though. I mean, outside no, of Kevin don't. Love. If, if, yeah. I mean, if I was Cleveland going up against Cleveland, I, I, if I was a coach, I'd tell them outside of Kevin Love, Pat the lane. They're the likes of Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade or even LeBron to shoot the three. Just dare them. Because they, they, what's going to happen is if they can't hit their shots, they're not going to like a lot of people to get by because if you notice against Boston last night, Early in the game, Boston would, would like would check Dwayne Wade and 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 Derrick Rose up uh, up top, and then both cats would go right by him. But once they started laying off of him in the second half, they started taking you know they they started daring them to shoot, and they weren't hitting their shots, and that's what got Boston back in the game. And I that I think that's a blueprint for teams going forward, particularly in the Eastern Conference. Just let, let them daring them to beat you, daring them to beat you from three. They're going to beat you from, like, from the three-point line. Again, outside of Kevin Love and maybe J.R. Smith, too. But they're those cats to beat you from the three-point line. Mm. I'm telling you, they're going to have troubles the three this year. But there's one more guy who I forgot from Cleveland who, who was acquiring that trade was Jeff Green. That, that, that I mean, they, Cleveland has a wealth of riches on the bench. They, they really do. They're much deeper than they were last season. They just need to shoot better. They just need to shoot the ball from like a, a life from the three point line better and more consistent if, if they want to be really, 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 really strong. Because again, I'm telling you, coach is going to look at that Boston take. They're like, pat the lane. Don't check exactly. those like outside of Kevin Love and Jared Smith from three point line. Just let them shoot. Let the rest of those cats shoot. 
Patrick Mahomes, you know what? There you go. I can I completely I didn't realize that Jeff Green came over in that trade as well. That yeah. can be a dangerous situation if and that's a huge if he can give you, you know, consistency. He doesn't have to be consistent overnight. I just need him to be consistent within a night. If he can do that for, for, for Cleveland, uh-oh. Because when, when Jeff Green can, 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 can put, it, put it in the hoop, he, he, he becomes dangerous. And that can free up uh, the play of, of a lot of other players as well on that team. I didn't realize he was dead. That's 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 a game changer. Once again, if he can give you consistency uh, 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 within forty-eight minutes. Mm. Mm. Well, I tell you what, it's a good thing the East is going to be exciting this year. I think, yeah. even though people think it's going to be just Cleveland to cakewalk, I don't think it's going to be the case. I think Boston will still challenge it because they got heart. I think mm-hmm. I think you can't sleep on Toronto because. I think they have a. They're going to have an off season with. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they had off season training camp with Serge Ibaka to go along with yeah. uh, their their star guards, um, and can't knock your Wizards, man. I mean, you can't sleep on the Wizards. I they look pretty good tonight against the what I think will be a better Philadelphia team. Um, but again, as I said before, it's good things. The East is going to be exciting because it's the only thing that's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that's gonna keep me watching basketball to keep me to be glued to the TV because I can't watch my Knicks. My Knicks gonna suck <laughs> beyond. We'll, go, we'll be lucky to win twenty five games. We're gonna get murdered tomorrow night at OKC. I mean, mm. you know I mean a pissed off Camelo Anthony going against his former team. Yeah, we love him when he was a kid. We did him the way they did him in the end. We're gonna get murdered. We we don't have else anything outside of, uh, outside Porzingis. It's worth the damn, and it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an ugly year. Let's tank for the first round for the first pick of the draft. I'll <laughs> <Just out laughs> tank Brooklyn for the first pick of the draft. But um, uh, whatever, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna let my Knicks spoil my joy. They are what they are. <laughs> Let's move to the Western Conference. Um, <laughs> we can automatically assume one can automatically assume it's gonna be Golden State and everybody else. Again, like that's the case of Cleveland in the East, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for them. I mean, people are like saying that Golden State is going to be even better than where last year. On paper, they are. They're still mm-hmm. deep. They still got Avery Dow coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Son, JaVale McGee is still balling. Nick Young had yeah. a very good game last night. He, he, yeah. was, he, was, he led all scores. You can believe that off the bench with quality minutes. Um, but outside of that, be that as it may, I mean, Golden State's still going to be Golden State, but they're going to have some tougher challenges. Uh, thanks to some free agency moves and and, um, and trades and acquisitions. Because, you know, OKC with that big three with Russ Westbrook, Melo, and Paul George, that's that's an underrated big three. Because Paul George, I mean, he's going to be a, he's going to make a great third wheel. And why I say that is because he plays defense. He plays great defense. Um, and, you know, that better defense that people give him credit for. And he's comfortable not being the, the, the main guy like he was in Indiana. I think this mm-hmm. would be a very comfortable move for him in OKC. And Melo is out on the mission. He's going to prove to everybody that 
he still has it. I think he still has has some some left in the tank. I still still think he could easily give you thirty on a given night. And yeah. Of course, Westbrook, he now has weapons to go along with his 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 skill. And and I don't think he's going to have a problem like 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 sharing like uh share like sharing his sign with the other two cats because he finally has help. He signed mm-hmm. a big contract extension with OKC on Kevin Durant's birthday, or by by way, which is hella. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's not petty. I don't know what is, but at any rate, um, he, he he's going to be excited. So uh, they're going to be a lot better. I think Chris Paul and and um, and um, James Harden and Houston they look good last night against. I'll be at the first game of the season against Golden State. But they won a row against Golden State, and mm-hmm. it's rare to see two guys get ten assists, get at least ten assists. That's what yeah. Chris Paul and James Harden gave them James last Harden, night. Yeah. And and once I mean again, that's Mike San Antonio's system. You can't coach a look at defense, but he the man knows offense. He knows how to integrate guys into his offense. So they're gonna be fun to watch as well. But I still think the top two teams in the West are aside from Golden State are the San Antonio Spurs, the old faithful man. Coached by the best coach in all basketball, Greg Popovich. Still have Kawhi Leonard. I think you're going to get a motivated, um, uh, what's the name of that center, to sign a contract. LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, yeah, yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge. I think he's going to be motivated. You still got Tony Parker. I'll be older, but he's still a Wiley veteran as well as, speaking of Wiley veterans, um, uh, 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 Manu Ginobili. And mm-hmm. the bench is still there, led by Patty Mills. They're going to be fine. They're going to be. They're going to be. I think they're going to be a, a very tough out. And think about this. To me, they were the Spurs are one uh, Kawhi Leonard injury away from possibly making a, a series of the Western Conference Finals with Golden State. They were up by twenty five when 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 uh, Kawhi Leonard got hurt in Game mm-hmm. One on the road, just balling. I mean, he was no one could stop him. No one could check him. But when he went down to ankle injury, thanks to uh, Zasha uh, Pachip shot at Skip Bales, to call him, uh, he just he took him out. But I think I think San Antonio is going to come back hungry this year, and I think that they got the sights on Golden State. Problem is, you got other teams like in Golden and uh, OKC and Houston with the same sight. So let me give you my 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 top eight. Uh, my, this is my eight playoff participants this season from the Western Conference. Of course, Golden State, San Antonio, mm-hmm. OKC, mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. the Timberwolves. I really love the Timberwolves this year. I mm-hmm. really, really love them on paper. And I really love Denver on paper as well. They're, they're my six seeds. Um, wow. The Memphis Grizzlies, my seven okay. seed, and my eight seed are the Clippers. I think okay. that – I think the coaching of Doc Rivers – and you know, and 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 having um, oh, what's his face? Uh, Kyle Ford, slam dunk Blake champion. Griffin. Why am I blanking? Yeah, why am I blanking out all of a sudden? Blake Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, as well as Patrick Beverly, who's a good addition in a trade for Chris Paul. Um, mm-hmm. Sent them to Houston. And I think they'll be fine, but I, I don't. I think they went. They don't want to slam shut. And if things go south for the Clippers early this season, 
Look for look for one of those cats to be traded. DeAndre or Blake Griffin to be traded. And I know that mm-hmm. I know that Blake Griffin signed that contract in the offseason, but that's anything. I mean, if you can't win with with the with, with Blake Griffin, what's the point of having him if you're gonna suck? Exactly. Right? So, uh, <laughs> so that's why it's the main thing is if they really suck coming out of the gate. But yeah, I really love Memphis. I really love Minnesota. I mean. They to me they needed a dog like a, a rough rider like Jimmy Butler, fearless competitor, one of the best two way players in the NBA. I mean, yeah. can play defense, can lock you up, catch up on defense, can score on you on offense, can drop third on you on any given night. They that's what they that's what the, the young Timberwolves needed because they gave uh, uh, that, that Wiggins kid a lot of money in that extension in the off season. But he's not a leader. I mean, it's not his fault. It's not, not to knock him. He's just not a leader. I mean, Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. is a leader. And he knows uh, Tom Thibodeau's very well. So that will help integrate Thibodeau's mess, like methods and methods to the young players. And that will get the most out of it called Entity Towns and Wiggins. And, you know, I, I think it's going to do a lot of good. I think Minnesota – they, if they finish anything below the sixteen in the east, in the west of conference, it'll be a huge disappointment. Mm. I, I like that talent pool. I really do. I know we talked about them a couple of weeks ago in, in, in terms of that that <clears throat> team and how it's been constructed over the summer. And I completely agree with you with your eight. But there are a couple of things that that, are, that, I, that I liked, and, and then I kind of have questions about, especially with the top four teams. Uh, well, actually, the top three teams outside of Golden State. Um, yeah. You talked about San Antonio. You forgot about Danny Green, and you also forgot about the addition of Rudy Gay. So you you got That's another right. in, in, infusion of of scoring coming off the bench for San Antonio. The thing is, you know, they're not they, they don't give you that 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 superstar power outside of Kawhi Leonard the way that OKC Houston. And 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 Golden State has, but they have a lot of consistent players, especially if Lamarcus Aldridge can come back to form the way he was right. in Portland. God, I'm praying for that because I would love to see that happen to make San Antonio a huge threat. But um, even if that doesn't happen, they still have Greg Popovich. The thing that I'm, of course, most concerned about is that team, not as a whole is a little bit older than the other teams that that are in that top four. But I want to see how they play with this schedule now being spread out a little bit more and probably pop, not necessarily having to sit him as much as he used to, but he'll still sit him. He'll still find a way to sit him. It don't even matter. Yeah. Um, Houston, yeah. I like the way that they looked last night. The thing is, are you going to be able to get consistency? And see, that's that's the key word of the night. Consistency. Are you going to be able to get it yes. out of P.J. Tucker and Trevor Ariza for the entire season? Tucker had 20 points like five rebounds last night. Can he get that to you every night? I know you're not going to hope for him to give it to you every night. Every night. But the thing is, <laughs> I, I just, I, if, if, he can be a vi- if he can be viable and give you somewhere like 15 and 3 on a regular basis, Houston would be mm-hmm. extremely dangerous and may be a threat to go to state. That third team, of course, Oklahoma City, we already know about the, the tr- 
excuse me, the, the contract extension for, for Westbrook, the additions yeah. of, of Carmelo and, and Paul George. I saw a stat, though, that concerns me. Um, it was a stat they showed four players. I forget what yeah. the date was. Uh, since mm-hmm. the date, they were saying that, you know, um, these four players have the worst shooting percentage when their team is down three or less points late in the fourth quarter. One of those guys was Kobe Bryant. The other three of the four were as follows. Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's scary. Mm. When, when you yeah, can't get buckets and, and you're within three late in the fourth quarter, so they're going to have to – somebody between those three mm-hmm. is going to be able right. to have to break that cycle coming into the situation. The The difference is that the pressure yeah. is now no longer solely on them anymore. Now they have that ability to to relax a little bit more because they can lean on on each other now. They don't, they don't have – they're not mm-hmm. the, the lead dogs anymore, or they don't have to be the lead dog. They can they can shift that role elsewhere, but the thing is, right? That's something that, that to keep an eye out on in, in, in terms of late game heroic attempts and whether or not they can give you a late bucket when it's needed by by their team. But yeah, outside mm. of that, you know, I, I, I'm I'm with you. I like uh, Minnesota, and then the other teams, man. I don't I don't I don't see them necessarily competing with Golden State at all. They're just going to be there to be in the playoffs. So that city can be happy <laughs> and get an extra uh, a week or so of 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 basketball for the season. But um, yeah, man, mm-hmm. that, those are the only teams I see in the West that rise right now that can compete with Golden State. Yeah, the rest I, I agree. Teams, certain extent, the, the Timberwolves as well. Teams five through eight, or five through yeah, five through eight are like scenery. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. scenery right right uh, right now to the rest to the top four teams in the in, in the West. It's going to be very interesting this year. I'm very excited. That at least, I mean, we all know. I mean, hell, for example, who do you have in the finals besides Cleveland and Golden State? God, on, besides right? Cleveland and Golden State, if I had to go ahead and, and, and take a shot and say anybody other than Cleveland and Golden State, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be ballsy and I'm going to say it. It's going to be the Scott Brooks Bowl if this no. is a bowl. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> OKC. In, in, in Washington in this one, if I had to, as of right now, you know, that, that Gordon Hayward uh, injury really yeah. is, is something that, that you know, is, is bothering me with Boston as of right now. So that's the, one, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I don't necessarily completely trust Boston. I know that they're going to be a good team. I know that they're going to be able to do it um, throughout the mm-hmm. season. The thing is, this is a, a – comp- it's almost a completely new team, and how quickly can they galvanize and how would they be able to look in the playoffs when they have to play, you know, within a, a seven-game series? As Washington, this team, they already know each other. So, you know, and, and they know they know uh, Brooks' system. So I think mm-hmm. that if I had to choose two teams outside of uh, Cleveland and, and, and Golden State, I'm going to go ahead and be a homer and take my, my Wizards, and I'm taking the OKC. <laughs> yeah, I see your point. We all know it's going to be 
Cleveland Golden State again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, uh, barring any in. injury, <laughs> any any suspensions, you know, uh, that, that, yeah, that, that's that's where I see it going. I, I feel that. I feel that. But nevertheless, it's going to be an exciting season. I think it's going to be yes. exciting in like in the East as well. I, I think it's going to be one great NBA season. Let's just move mm-hmm. on. Speaking of great to not so great, um, I'm sure you know about Kaepernick's collusion case. Of course, against the NFL, um, and this comes on the backdrop of the end of players and the owners and the people from NFLPA meeting at the NFL headquarters in New York. Like, was it today or yesterday? Actually, was it, it was it, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Um, yeah, to, yeah. Discuss like social issues and stuff. Look, we all know. We we all believe rather. Not know, but but believe that black that Kaepernick has been blackballed or whiteballed or where, where, wherever you want to call it. I mean, give especially given the fact that when uh, when uh, um, dude in Tennessee that star quarterback Marcus Mariota went down with an injury earlier, yeah, and they signed Brandon Whedon who was literally chilling at his house when they gave him a call. Um, yeah. Now we now we can believe that's collusion, and we may think believe in our hearts and know in our hearts, but it's one thing to believe something; it's another thing to prove it. Prove it. Collusion exactly. cases are so hard to prove, so mm-hmm. hard to prove. Now look, I know he has a high-powered attorney who's like a reality TV dude. I forget his name, but he's he's represent like big-time clients, and I I'm start I'm, I I believe that. I'm trying to believe that he that his, his legal team has something to worthy to go forward like, in terms of a bit of evidence to prove their point. But unless they have like an email saying don't sign Colin Kaepernick or smoking gun somewhere, it's mm-hmm. gonna be awfully hard. And look, I get it. He I mean black I mean, Kaepernick's been blackballed for his beliefs. I get it. I get the fact that he's mad that you see all these scrubs signed off the street. I mean, hell, and and, and Jay Culler's case, he was giving $10 million to come out of, out of retirement to play for Miami. Um, yeah. And smoke a cigarette on the sideline. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I get it. I get it, Culler. I get it. But I'm, I'm telling you, it's hard to prove. It's hard to prove a collusion case. But be as I mean, but besides all of that, given that he's suing, he's going against the NFL in the grievance case, his career is pretty much over. I yeah. mean, no one's going to give him a job. I mean, who's going to give him to do the job who's, who's not agrees against him? His career is over, which is unfortunate. I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for Kaepernick, but collusion is very hard to prove. It's, it is very, very hard to prove. Again, it's one thing to believe something. It's another thing to prove it. True. Now, the thing is this. When, when it was announced that he was suing for collusion, Two things yeah. popped in my head. <clears throat> First and foremost, now, I'm not an attorney, but I play one on TV, and I've watched enough yeah. attorney shows to, to to learn how to be, you know, an attorney, especially a, a defendant. And I've been yeah. on this show enough, and I've made enough comments against Kaepernick, hyperbole aside, to come mm-hmm. up with enough reasons legitimate reasons why teams probably didn't want to, 
you know, sign Colin Kaepernick outside sure. of collusion. Now, right. we, if we I can that, do huh? that, yeah. Now, now, if I can do that, why can't NFL's attorneys do this? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm exactly. like, this is going to be extremely hard. Number two, another way that it's proof that it's going to be hard, I actually deal with most people do when they try to find things out. I looked at my man Googles and them, right? So I went to mm-hmm. Googles and them, and I, I typed up, how hard is it to prove collusion, right? <laughs> First thing popped up from my man Googles and them was a, a very recent collusion case where they talked about how difficult it was to prove collusion. That involved 45 in, in mm. Russia. How yeah. they talked about Good how example. difficult it was to, to, to prove that there was collusion between him and, and, and what was going on with Russia in, in, in the election. And right. the, the key is this, right? They, they, they say all it takes, it doesn't take the, for him to prove that it's all two teams involved. All it really right. takes is for it to be one team to another. But even with that, if you could name two teams that may have collusion against, uh, that, that may have colluded against uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick, I can yeah. have a defense for those two teams on why they didn't decide to sign them. You know, and, and one of the main things I talked about was the fact that a lot of these teams that needed quarterback help decided to do what most teams thought about doing anyway, which was drafting a young QB and having those guys come in and play and, 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 and see if it'll work out for them and not have to sign, you know, Kaepernick to either a whole lot of money or having that quote-unquote distraction come into your organization. Some of those teams, mm-hmm. those, young, those young guys are working out right now. Bunch of other guys, you have to wait and see, especially in the case of a Deshaun Watson. Remember how we talked about how Houston would be a fantastic spot for uh, yeah. for Colin Kaepernick? And then they, yeah. they went ahead and they drafted Watson, and they were like, uh, they still need Cap. You look at Watson's numbers right now, I'm not going to say he's yeah, going to exactly. stay consistent, but if he does stay consistent, <laughs> he's already on pace to have a better season than Colin Kaepernick has ever had. So yeah. that's just one right. one of the many cases where you have proof that teams needed to go a different way other than or, or get a cheaper uh, 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 alternative to Kaepernick and not necessarily have to sign him for whatever reason be it because of money reasons, uh, a distraction, or you want to go ahead and, and, and use your finances elsewhere, you know, or, or you just don't think he was talented enough. So I, mm-hmm. I, I I pray for him, especially because of the fact that he's 30. Outside of the fact that yeah. he's suing the league, he's a QB that's 30 that's now outside of the league. And, and right. I hate to see – and as much as I've railed on Kaepernick, I would like to have seen him get better. But, dude, I mean, just because no one's signing you, that's not necessarily collusion. You know, I've already brought up RG3. RG3 had quality year, had a quality year his rookie year. Is he being – is there collusion against him? Is there collusion – was there collusion against uh, T.O.? You know, when, when – when, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, about T.O., because T.O. – you know, his final season. And T.O. at home yeah. is like, dude, I could have sued for collusion. But, you know, I digress. So there are a lot of other players 
who are quality players who just Darrell Revis is at the crib right now. And then safety and corner getting burnt on a regular basis. But yet no one signs Darrell Revis. Antonio Cromartie, too. Add him to the list. Antonio Cromartie. Antonio to the list. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He yes. got all these kids. Yes. He got kids to feed, son. Is that collusion? <laughs> Man, I, I, so I, just, I, I, I just didn't I could argue. I, I could well, argue. Say sorry, sorry, bro. I, I could argue that Antonio Cromartie, he, he, I think his release has more to do with him kneeling for the like for doing the anthem as a member of the Colts when after uh, uh, Jim Irsay decreed that no one should kneel for the anthem. Uh, yeah. So I think it has more to do with that because he had a he had a pretty good season last year before he got cut. So yeah, um, it's yeah. A, it's a so. it's a way, you know. But yeah, man, I just I just didn't want him to have to go out like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, a a yeah. guy who potentially could have been, you know, on, on the better side of a situation. I really wanted mm-hmm. him to end up in Pittsburgh. I really did, because I thought that yeah, that would too. be a way for him to revive his career. It's, it's a it's teams like Pittsburgh that that have strong uh, leadership within the front office, strong head coach, and 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 a tradition there. And that's the only way I thought that Kaepernick would be able to work anywhere in, in the league, and, and and that was the spot I, I thought it would have worked. But uh, 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 unless they take a chance on him after this 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 case, man, you know, I don't, I I think he might be done. Well, which speaks to a higher issue, and that's diversity in front offices. Now, look, I I know that you have many brothers and other people of color running front offices. I mean, hell, look look at Cleveland. Even though they're a mess mm-hmm. right now, but they got the blackest team in the league in terms of a front office with Sasha yeah. Brown, and of course the head coach. Uh, but I, I just, I just think that you know, with some owners, like imagine if you had like a, a like a black or Hispanic owner, black or brown owner, who mm-hmm. understands the reason behind the protest, who understands. The racial injustice who, who gets it like the Michael Jordan's uh, in, in in Charlotte like like an NBA he does a lot for the community mm-hmm. in terms of like having like social justice issues and whatnot giving his money to causes like that I can imagine like an owner saying you know what just on principle alone I'm gonna bring in Colin Kaepernick have him like have him be a backup if, if they if they have a strong start in place have him as a backup and just to send a message that look. I stand with Colin Kaepernick when it comes to police brutality against people, like men and women of color, on arms with men and women of color, um, as well as, hell, as well as, well as white people. I mean, because you have cases of police brutality against unarmed white people that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, exactly. let's just be real about that. Um, and, and, and other injustices. Um, based on you know, like like based on race and and religion as well, um, I think it would have been a great statement. It's just too bad that the owners at large, except for maybe Shab Khan in, in Jacksonville, those those things do not affect them nor their families. I mean, no. that's why a lot of these guys don't. I mean, seemingly come up as they they don't care as much. I mean, I'm not saying that all don't care. I'm sure a lot, quite a few owners do care about that. But they, we wouldn't know it because no one's 
bucket back to the president, but that's another story for the time. But what I'm trying to say is this. We would, uh, it, it's just a bad vibe. I, I understand that teams don't want the quote-unquote distraction. I understand mm-hmm. that teams have quarterbacks in place. And, you know, hell, I mean, even in Pittsburgh, I mean, Big Ben is playing a large bench. We, I mean, we need a backup, a quarterback backup in case Big Ben decides to hang it up at the end of the season. He's playing like he's about to hang it up. He hasn't yeah. been playing all that great this year. And, you know, the majority of the quarterback play this season hasn't been all that great outside of Deshaun Watson, a rookie. Uh, even even Trubisky, he's, he's playing pretty well. Um, of course, Tom Brady's playing well. Drew Brees playing well. Cam Newton's been consistent. Um, your boy Carson Wentz is doing well. Uh, I think mm-hmm. so, Cassidy, because I know you're Washington fans. Speaking of which, Carson is playing pretty well this year. Zach um, mm-hmm. is doing his thing in Dallas. But, I mean, I've seen some really shitty play, quarterback play. Look at San Francisco. Yeah. Look at Cleveland. Look at uh, the mm-hmm. Jets. I mean, I could go on. Um, I mean, it's actually, it's, I, I, it's interesting yeah. that you point out the Jets because Josh McCown yeah. has been playing out of his mind. Seventy percent completion right. rate right now. That's that's higher that's than. Right. Uh, I, I know it's not, but as of right now, <laughs> my God, three wins for this team, and, and no one thought that they would win more than four. Wow! Now, it, yeah. if, if McCown can keep this up. Which I doubt, but if he can keep this up, Uh it sure enough is. But right, right, right now, all I can do is go right now. This dude is playing a lot better than what a lot of people thought he would with the talent that they have. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull, I'm not going to say the the Jets right now. But you're right, Trubisky. But they went ahead, they drafted Trubisky. In, in 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 Chicago, so they they're waiting. They want to play wait and see right now with that situation, and I kind of get it. Sure. But uh, Cleveland, sure. but but once again, they drafted Kaiser. You know Denver, but they drafted Simeon yeah. and, and 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 Lynch. You know a couple of years ago. So a lot of these guys that we, a lot of these teams that we see as having bad quarterback play right now, they want these guys to at least play and develop. And I would say give them three years max. As of right now, a lot of these guys are on their first year. So I, I understand what they're attempting to do by doing so, but it's a great out for them to avoid having to deal with the Kaepernick situation and having to go that route. They just, they're just they're like, hey, well, you know, we, we, we're, de- we're in development mode right now. We don't want to yeah. go ahead and spend that money on, on, on cap, which is, you know, a little messed up, man, but I, I kind of get it. You don't want to invest a whole lot of money on one player when you need help in a bunch of other places. But if he was, if he was willing to take a pay cut, why not take that chance? Yeah. Why not take that chance? Yeah. And, I, and I, I get McCarthy's outburst this past week, actually the past couple of days ago, where he talked about, no, right. we're not going to sign him because we drafted two guys that we've developed over the past couple of years. It's time to see whether or not they can play or not. Now, if it don't yeah. work out, fine. But I, I thought it was – and this is the thing that bothered me. As much as I've come on this show and talked mess about Kaepernick, there were people saying, hey, it would be fun if, if Green Bay would just go ahead and give Tony Romo a call out of the booth. Why? Yeah. Why? Stop it. Exactly. Stop it. Now, 
as much as I respect Tony Romo, this dude back is in such a way, disarray, and he ain't played in almost a year, man. Let that dude be. Stop trying to snatch yeah. these dudes out of the the uh, 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 the commentary box, man, and let him stay and go ahead and get this dude an opportunity, man. No, I, that bothered me. That was the first time yeah. I had been bothered throughout this whole thing in terms because now it's 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 pundits that are now blackballing Kaepernick when you say stuff like that. Right. That, that, that was yeah, insane. Exactly. That's stupid. That was a stupid ass comment. I agree with that. But <clears throat> speaking of crazy. <laughs> Um, the week that was week six, you mentioned Green Bay. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this question. The question that's been taught to burn about a bit from the hit heard around the world, seeing and heard around the world. Was that hit on Aaron Doublecheck Rogers, a- a.k.a. A-A-Ron, was that a dirty hit or was it a clean hit? Wow. Um, I, I You know what? When I saw it the first time, it, it just – it, it, it just, you know, blew past me. I wasn't paying attention too much. <clears throat> but I saw it in replay, yeah. you know, heard people's conversations on it. And after everything that I've taken in, I can answer these questions. Yes. Was that hit a, a little late? Yeah. You know, he could have stopped a little bit. But, you know, sometimes being a fan, you know, of a team, you may want somebody to go ahead and, and, and lay a little extra wood if it's legal. On a QB to remind them that hey we there you know this is just this is just to have them thinking a little bit you know mm-hmm. was he outside of the uh, of the, the tackle box and was he a, a potential threat to run and and Aaron can scramble yes he was mm-hmm. still doesn't you know necessarily say that he needed to be hit at that moment because the pass the ball was already out of his hands he had already passed it so you know you don't need to tackle him in order to, to, to take him out of the play, if there was an interception or whatever, just just go ahead and push him out of bounds. Eh, he's fine. But um, do I think it was dirty? I don't think it was dirty. Yeah. I think it was intentional, but I don't think I, – I thought it was intentional, but I don't think it was dirty. I, I thought that bar meant to hit him and to let him know that, hey, I'm here. But it wasn't mm-hmm. a situation where he – he lifted him in the air and slammed him down. No, he he just hit him, you know, tackled him, you know, maybe a tad late, but not late enough mm-hmm. to warn a, a flag. It just happened to be a situation where he just happened to fall wrong and and collarbone. You know, it it it, it would have been a a a, a non thought had you know Rogers just got up, brushed it off, went to the huddle, and kept it moving, but. Collarbone broken. Uh, franchises, playoff hopes are now up in the air, and, and now we're talking about it. But yeah, as mm-hmm. of right now, man, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it was dirty. It was intentional, but I don't think it was dirty. Yeah, I, I don't think. Let me change that. I don't think the, the intent was to hurt him, but there was intent right. to hit him and let him know that he was there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, look, could he have pulled up? Perhaps, but this is football. Yeah. Dude was outside mm-hmm. the pocket. When you're outside the pocket, mm-hmm. your ass is becoming a ball carrier. If your ass yeah. becomes a ball carrier, all bets are off. I know he threw the ball, but tell me one, name me one defensive player who would not relish at a shot at a free shot at a quarterback. 
let alone the one as a quality caliber of Aaron Rodgers or even a Tom Brady. They're going to take them out. That's mm-hmm. They're outside of the pocket, and I and I got a, him dead to rights, and you want me to pull up? Sleep no. Come on. They're not going to pull up. To your point, no. they're going to say, here I am. I mean, the point of defenders and how they're taught is to make the quarterback make and make the quarterback feel you. Mm-hmm. Make them feel like 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 say we're here, man. Touch him up. That's the whole part. That's the job of a defensive player. Touch up the ball carrier, especially the opposing quarterback. Especially the opposing quarterback is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. You gotta make them mm-hmm. feel your presence. I mean, it, look, I, I get the fact that they want to protect their grace from commodities the quarterback. And I get that Green Bay won't be worth a damn without Aaron Rodgers because he covered up a lot of flaws. They were that chief of a defense and what in the lack of a running game. But it's football. It happens. Okay? It happened to Tom Brady. It happened to happened mm-hmm. to Ben Robertsburg at least once a year. It yeah. happened to Cam Newton. It happens. Mm-hmm. It just does. I mean, it, it, stop it. I mean, I'm not telling you stuff, but I mean, just – People who whine and wail about them wanting to set the quarterback. Look, you're going to be putting them in pink dresses if they keep on. I mean, what's next? You can't, you have to, when you, when you, when you grab the quarterback, you can't color them? Take them to the field and spoon them? Is that fit the penalty now? Come on. It's football. I, don't, I didn't have a problem I just, with the hit. I, 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 think it's, I think it's just football. I think, I think it it's is. football. But yet, like I said, so, and, and I don't want to make this a racial thing, but no uh, one was complaining about this when Cam would, would put himself in that similar situation and he would get questionable hits. And I'll say the same yeah. thing the same way I said about Cam. Toughen up, baby. Do you 6'5", 240 plus. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, toughen up, bro. You know, you're outside yeah. your pocket. You're going to get hit. Be prepared. So, you know, I I, I just find it weird that certain things get questioned on whether or not it's dirty or not only because of the fact that an injury occurred. Had there been no injury, like I said before, man, this this wouldn't even be a subject, especially because of who got injured. That's why it's a subject, man, but it shouldn't be. This is insane. It is what it is. I think it's a bunch of bogus crap, but it is what it is. But one couple of last things. First of all, Adrian Peterson, great to have him. Back. Great to see that brother's back. Twenty-six Ooh. carries, hundred thirty-four yards, it's over six yards to carry, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's money. That's money. That's that's straight money. Um, I just great. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, he was over five yards carry, not six, five over five yards to carry. But dude, that first touchdown run he had was it twenty-seven yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's good to have him back. It's good to see him on a team that's going to use him. The Saints are idiots. Sean Payton's an idiot. I mean, it just you know what the funny thing is but, though. The, the, the funny thing is, both teams benefited from that trade this, yes, from this week alone. Because the Saints yes, went did. ahead and lit it up for fifty-two points, the most points that they scored all season long. So it was like both. It was a win-win situation. The thing is, I don't think AP will give you those numbers on a week-in, week-out basis. The thing is, he just needed to be in a situation where he was going to end up getting more than, than, than 10 carries, and he's going to get right. that in Arizona. 
Yes, he is. He's 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 a featured back. He's not one of three. He's not a tandem yeah. guy. He's not a change of yeah. pace guy. He is a featured back. That's I tap mm-hmm. on my laptop. He's a featured back. Period. End of story. He needs the man needs his touches. And I'm not saying it's going to make the Cardinals world beaters in the in the NFC West, but their fortunes are a lot better now. Yeah, I mean they're going to do a lot better. So I mean. I mean, it frees up the flagship passer across the parlor to get the likes of, uh, uh, um, of, of, of Larry Fitzgerald and company open shots mm-hmm. down the field across the middle. But that's good to see Adrian still got it. It's, still, it's good to see the Cardinals using properly, and it's mm-hmm. good to see Adrian P, AP do this thing. One last thing about week six before I look ahead of week seven. Say it with me. The four and two Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams are four and two, and had a great yeah. performance on the road. I guess what I think is going to is what I think is a is a pretty good, a much improved Jacksonville team. I mean, mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette is a beast. He is a beast. Good gracious, he's a beast. Let me let, let, let me go back back right quick. I, I just hit the forward button for some reason. Um, get into his game. Come on down. 130 yards, 21 carries, one touchdown. But that touchdown run that he had early in the game was 80 yards, something like mm. that, Take it to the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the, the, the Jags' form of success is run the ball, play great defense. They got the best secondary in all football. And keep the ball the hell out of Blake Bortles' hands. Just <laughs> get the hell out of his hands. But, <laughs> but, but, but still. It's hard to believe that that winner of that game was going to be was going to be four and two, but you have the four and two Los Angeles Rams again. Stay with me. The first place four and two Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Rams. Rams. Shocker! It's crazy. It's 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 crazy. But looking ahead to 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 week seven, I'll get you on this. Right? At the week seven, doesn't look like a whole lot of taste. Of, of tasty matchups, if you will. Dallas will be in San Fran. San Fran's only six and they suck. Um, so the Bengals will play Steelers. The Bengals are trying to get back to 500. Mm-hmm. It seems like, like, like the Broncos are trying to start to fall to face of the earth. But this was one thing I keep an eye on. It's, one, it's, it's a Sunday night game, rather. The rematch of, Super Bowl, of last year's Super Bowl. Atlanta mm-hmm. at New England. Now, I would give the answer to the England, except that their defense couldn't stop you and me and, and nine other dudes from scoring 30. And I think the Falcons are going to be pissed off of the last week's game that they somehow blew against the, the, the Jake Dolphins. Dolphins at home. Yeah. No less. But I think that's going to – I think the over-under in this game is going to be 75 points. <laughs> Both teams are going to score well over 30. The, it wouldn't shock me if, Seattle, if New England wins. I'm – I think Atlanta's going to be pissed off. I'm just now looking at the over-under. It's 55. you got to be kidding. That, that bad wow. should be over 70. Both teams are going to hang, score over 30 points. 55 points. Come on. But anyway, <laughs> that's, 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 that's the only intriguing – well, I take the back. Not the only intriguing matchup. The Monday night game, your beloved Washington going against Philadelphia for the second time. Mm-hmm. If Philly wins that, they might be running away of the East, man. I, but, I agree I with you. A good game, uh, but yeah. they they need to win this game. That Washington, your boys need to win if they want to stay in contention of of the uh, in, in the NFC East. Because otherwise, it's going to be all filling. 
if, if Philly wins 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 Monday night. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah. agree with you, and that's what I'm afraid of is that if Philly does win this, it's their division to run away with. Um, and Washington at this point will be fighting for a wild card spot, which is actually another right. thing that is up in the air because of mm-hmm. Green Bay being <clears throat> in their situation, Atlanta not being able to stay consistent. Um, we don't know what's going to happen in the West. The West, they may end up beating, uh, beating up each other. Um sure. So and so and Minnesota is another one of those teams. They play well in spots. Then about two weeks later, they end up losing to somebody they shouldn't be losing to. So unless we get full consistency out of Minnesota, can we trust them too? And then the the rest of the East, Zeke is suspended. Did he not suspended? He suspended. Did he not suspended? So now he's not suspended. The thing is, you know, will this team be able to go on a run? or something uh, 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 comparative for the remainder of the season with them being, currently being two and three right now. So it, it, they're going to yeah. have to turn it around and, and compete, not only against a tough tough teams in the division, but they still got to go ahead and play against the, the West and whoever else they need to play against in the NFC to go ahead and, and, and fight for a wild card spot. All right, man. Yeah, we'll be interested to see. Lots of, lots of things to look forward to week seven, but uh, we'll go ahead and enjoy this NBA evening. I'm sure you are too, but uh, thanks a lot, D. Catch you later. No diggity, no doubt. All right. And again, check out my Dwayne, check, check out my guy, brother, Dwayne Nash on Please Radio every Tuesday night on, on Blog Talk Radio as well as Sports Blog, y'all slash HBCU Sports. Uh, thank you all for tuning in again. This is Scott Burks with the Clown Hour. Hope y'all enjoy this evening of good old NBA basketball. The 06. Good night. Peace.